0: Welcome to the Tim Fowler Show, where production is paramount and we discuss the tools, time, and people associated with getting jobs done and making a profit. On today's episode of the Tim Fowler Show, we will be talking about inventory management on the go with the help of special guests. Salima Lawson-Jack of Schroeder Design Build in Fairfax, Virginia. Alongside Tim Fowler, I'm your co-host Steve Wheeler. Here is the Tim Fowler Show.
1: Hi everyone, Tim Fowler here and welcome to another episode of the Tim Fowler Show. So I want to encourage everybody, if you're using some kind of technology that isn't common to everybody else, that you think would be useful in our industry. I'd love to have you on the show. Uh, We're having another episode today about an app. And so uh, I just think it's a great opportunity for us to explore some of the technology that's out there that people are discovering and transforming and using in our industry. So if you find anything like that, you'd like to be on the show, shoot me an email at tim@remodelersadvantage.com at so I wish I could count the number of times people have asked me if I knew a good way to track tools, inventory, and materials that are being received in a warehouse. And my answer has always been no. I don't know. You just got to track it. That's, you know, it's pretty much you just got to do it, right? And so I wish I had the answer to this. And so this has been a challenge for a long, long time. I remember when I was a production manager in a company just outside of D.C., The lead carpenter would call me up and say, hey, can you send the table saw out, you know, to the job? And I'd go, sure. And then I'd go try to find one. And I didn't know where they were. Where were all the table saws that we owned? And then maybe it was a nail gun. Same kind of thing. You know, to the people that worked with me, to their credit, they just got tired of that, and went out and bought their own tools and carried them around with them so I didn't have to worry about it. Maybe that was, you know, part of the strategy. So in this uh, second podcast uh, about technology, uh, we're going to be talking about another app. This one helps track inventory. So this is the kind of thing, I just want to emphasize this really, really clearly. This is the kind of thing that very smart people that I, get to associate with, a bunch of production managers that are solving problems using technology. These are the kinds of things that they're finding out there in the world and applying to uh, their job and just making some of these very difficult tasks just a little easier. So like I've said before, there's an app for that. Let's get started, Steve.
0: All right, so excited to welcome back Salima Lawson Jack. She is the director of production at Schroeder Design Build. They are based in Fairfax, Virginia, and serve the Northern Virginia area. Salima has been with Schroeder for three years in her current role and recently voted into Pro Remodelers 40 Under 40 Award. Shortly, the app we are discussing today is one of two apps she has recently helped integrate into Schroeder's processes. The other one is an app that helped solve the internal communication challenges they have. She's excited to continue to be a part of Schroeder's growth and success. Welcome to the show, Salima.
2: Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Well, welcome back. So uh, we've already
1: stated you've been on before, but just give us a little bit about your role there at Schroeder, just so if someone missed the first episode, they get a little bit of understanding about who you are.
2: Uh, Sure, absolutely. I'm the director of production at Schroeder. Um, I oversee all of the projects that are in the construction phase. And I do that with a team of project managers, project developers, and carpenters in the fields. um, I'm usually the first level of escalation for the project managers. If there's a client issue or an issue with a trade, then I'm coming in to help resolve that problem. Um, And then, of course, the general industry goal is making sure we're on time on budget, clients are happy, and I'm making sure that that's happening. Um, My role has evolved since I started with Schroeder, and I've become more involved with the leadership team and working with other department heads and the owners to work on higher level initiatives to help grow the company. So.
1: Yeah. All right. So when you started off by saying I'm the first level of escalation, and my <laughs> my brain just went into
2: overload, and said,
1: I remember that. Why would anyone want to be the first level of escalation?
2: Unfortunately.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about this app. What what it what is it? What is its function? Uh, and I guess one of the questions I had was: Was it made for us? Or was it made for some other industry and you've just adapted it to what you do?
2: Um, Sortly app is an inventory management app and it's known as one of the top apps in our industry. So yes, it was made for our industry, but made specifically for small businesses. Okay. I think um, over the years as more companies have started using it and getting to know more about it, they're growing and, and, um, getting used by mid to hopefully larger companies as well, but they've expanded into under other industries like the medical industry, um, colleges, it, all of the above people are using it and loving it. So,
1: yeah. so just, just to be sure we understand this is sortly S O R T L Y. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Cause I know sometimes when we record things, we don't always get the, the, the enunciation, right? So why did you go looking for something like this? What was going on there that you said, man, we got to get this taken care of?
2: Um, I think the biggest reason why we went looking for it was we don't have a lot of storage space. We have very limited storage storage space at Schroeder. Um, For the most part, we store our products on site. Okay. Um, But then there's times where on the job side is what I mean by that. But then there's times where we're not able to do that. And we have to make room in our office to store products that we need for a job later on. Because we have such limited space, things are just on top of each other. And the (laughs) difficulty in trying to find something when you need it just became really cumbersome. And so we wanted to make it a little bit easier And um, as far as finding Sortly, I can't take credit for it. One of my project managers, I made it his goal within his first 90 days to find me (laughs) something (laughs) to help our inventory. And so he went out searching for something that would be effective. He pulled a few people, he looked online and he found Sortly and researched it and it met the needs of what we were looking for it to do. took it through a trial period. We loved what it was doing. Then we introduced it to the company and eventually trained everyone on it.
1: All right. So again, I'm not the hottest technology person, but and you just described a situation that I think is true for a lot of companies. And it isn't just in the office. I know a company that has a huge warehouse and they swore something was delivered to the and they could not find it. And what'd they do? They bought another one and then they found it. Right. And (laughs) so tell us how you're using this. What, I mean, tell us a little bit about the office. Something comes in, somebody does something with a smartphone and then you know exactly where that thing is. Uh, I'm again, I'm kind of thinking you might know you have it, but how do you know where it is?
2: Right. So it's a collaborative effort between using the app and having someone who owns the function of inventory. Um, So in the office, we have project developers who are sort of our purchases. So they're responsible for purchasing products, tracking them down and things like that. So we put them in charge of sortly managing sortly and there's two of them. Um, So how the process works is if a product gets delivered the office manager at the front desk or anyone in the office who receives it will drop it in an area that's called our check-in area or drop zone, whatever you prefer to call it. But they put it there. And I was talking about another app we use for internal communications called Slack. You go and put a post a message in the message board saying, hey, I received this package for this client. So that alerts the project developers to know that that's come in they do their sorting twice a week. And so what they will do is they will go to the check-in area and use Sortly to enter the product into the app. So the app is pretty cool because it's, it has different folders how, where you can sort different products. So if you've got plumbing, flooring, whatever you have, you can sort it in. And then in addition to those subfolders, it's also got three categories of sorting things. You have available inventory and then you have sold or used items because every now and then we'll have like a misorder or something like that and someone wants to purchase it and we sell it off. So we'll have that in there or lent or rented out items. So those are for like our sample, uh, sample pieces that you need to loan out to a client for a little while and receive it back. So they'll sort it wherever it goes. If it's warranty items, they'll sort it under warranty And that way we can track where it is. What's really cool about Sortly is it's a mobile app that you can use on an Android or an iPhone. So everyone on the production team has it on their phone and you can access it because it updates live. So at any given time, you can see what you have available. If your warranty parts have come in or um, if you've loaned something out and it's past due, it will give you a notification, which is pretty cool, because you can set the timeline for which you want to loan that item out, and then you know to go get it back or who has it. So those are the so, few ways that we've used that.
1: So I'm assuming that when like all the cabinets are delivered to a job site, the project manager or somebody on site will go into Sortly and enter that the cabinets were all delivered. And that way, you or anyone else can see that there's been a delivery made. Is that a correct statement?
2: Um, so, for the deliveries that go to the job sites, we don't track those in sortly. Oh, okay. Um, so, we only track items that are coming to our office just because we don't have much storage space here. So, that's what we really need to track. The ones that are going to the job site, we know they're there because someone checks them in, Oh, okay. Uh, the project manager usually. So, all we're tracking are the products that are coming into our office. So,
1: now, does someone go in there and and put a list of things that are supposed to be delivered so that that list comes up and you just check it off? Or is it a bar reader? How does this entry occur when it's delivered to the office?
2: Sortly has a function that lets you scan QR codes so that it makes it easy for you to check in and check out. We're not using that function just yet. Um, That'd be the next level for us. It's pretty cool. We're right now, for every project, we have a spreadsheet, which is our purchase plan of everything we're expecting on a project. So that's separate. And as they come in, we can see that we check it into Sortly and cross it off the the purchase plan. Okay. Or mark mark it as delivered.
1: And so I'm assuming that, so you've got the deliveries and then you're also using this to track stuff that you lend out to clients. And then what was the third thing that you said you use it for?
2: Um, so we use it for uh, tool inventory as well. Oh,
1: is that right? Okay.
2: Yes. We use it for tool inventory as well because we needed a way to figure out where our tools were. Right. Uh, we were always buying like new grinders, new shop backs, like ladders, where's our stuff, right? So um, I actually put a carpenter, one of my carpenters, as the person who is in charge of tool inventory. The PDs are in charge of products in the office, and then the carpenter is in charge of tool inventory. So every time that a carpenter or project manager checks out a tool, um, he knows that that's happening because you request it to be rented out and for how many days you need it. And so he moves that over to the rented out folder and he puts the name of the person that's got it what job they have it on. So we know exactly where it is. Um, what's awesome about Sortly is when the time frame passes for when the person's supposed to have it, it sends you an alert. It sends an alert to the carpenter saying, hey, this is past due. And um, what we also have him doing is once a week just going through Sortly to kind of check your reports, because Sortly has the function to pull reports of what's past due what's incoming, what's, what's loaned out. Check your reports of what's past due. And if it hasn't been returned to inventory, start hunting it down so that we make sure we get it back.
1: So I'm seeing like a library book fine coming out of this. Like you are seven days late returning your shop back. That'll be $14, $2 <laughs> a day. <laughs> turning late
2: for the shop back, and then uh, nail guns would be $5 a day. And
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, it's certainly made it easier to know where things are. It really does because a lot happens in a week. You can't remember yeah. the person that took the tool, what job you had it on. You just have no idea. Um, I think the biggest win for me has been job signs and lock boxes, Because we started tracking those in shortly as well. And what would happen, it was very easy at the end of a job for a PM to rush through the closeout checklist and forget a lockbox on site or forget a job sign on site. And we were consistently buying new lockboxes. And I'm like, I know we're closing jobs. (laughs) Where are our (laughs) lockboxes? So uh, what we did was we labeled every one of our lockboxes, put numbers behind them, same thing with our job signs, and put them in sortly. So every time we started a new project, you would rent out a job sign. So sent to the rent folder, you would rent out a lockbox, and they're all numbered, job sign number eight, lockbox number two, whatever it is, and tag what job it was on. So it's on the Smith project. Right. And so that way, if a PM forgot about it, something happened, we closed a project, we could always go in and look and see where that job sign is and know to go get it. So that's, that's been awesome. Finally seeing my job signs back. So, Yeah,
1: yeah I, I've told this story a lot of times when I'm talking about punch lists and trying to finish jobs without a punch list. And I remember getting calls from clients and they go like, Tim, just wondering when you're going to come get your ladders. And I go like, <laughs> what do you what do you mean well there's three ladders laying on the ground out behind that addition you built and I go like (laughs) really and then yeah and I'd call somebody and they'd go pick up the ladders or the shop vac that got put down in the basement and and it's like you know it's just those things that get left it's it's just there's so much going on at that time especially the end of a project that I can see a great great need so how many users does this app allow is it is it for the you know the company like we visited a company a couple of weeks ago that you know there might be 70 people in the company that will be doing you know using these things what's the what's the range for this company for this uh, app
2: um it so has different tiers um, there is a free version that you can start if you want to do a trial period. It only lets one user use it at a time and it'll only allow you to enter a hundred products, which is not a lot, but if it was something you just wanted to try out to see if it worked for you, you could do that. That's totally free. Um, and you can share login information. So just because it's one user, does not mean other people can't access it? So you could have, as long as you're sharing it with your team and they have you use your login information, they can all access it. Um, it's limited to what you can see and the, the functions that you can use. Like I know the free version doesn't have the QR scanning ability, right. um, but for the most part, it should be able to do most things. As you go up, um, you start to pick what you want and what works for your company. So um, the first tier that is priced out, I believe is $49 a month. So it's pretty affordable and that gives you three users and so what I've seen most people do is they'll use it by department. So for instance, at Schroeder, we have an admin slash marketing login info, and then we have production and design. So those are the three users that we have. Now, everybody on the team has the login information so they can get in, um, but that's all we need at the moment. Come out to the coast, we we'll get together, have a few laughs.
1: Join us September 21st and 22nd for the annual Remodeler Summit at Gaylord National Resort and Convention Center, just outside D.C. This year's theme Homecoming, the art of building a remarkable culture. Because culture eats strategy for breakfast. Featuring two time best selling author Deanne Turner, Joe Cursillo, the mind shark, and Hannah Pryor, the secret weapon for impossible change plus 40 visionary speakers, 36 high octane workshops four education tracks. And of course our legendary welcome party. Are you ready for homecoming? Visit remodelersummit.com to learn more. So you like it, I guess, huh?
2: I love it for a lot of reasons. Um, one of my favorite things is that we've been able to use it to generate some revenue, which has been pretty cool. So we all know misorders happen all the time. Right. right. And those things come back in, or like you said, we can't find something and then we have to reorder it. And after you reorder it, you find it. And so we have all these products sitting here in storage that we don't have <laughs> that we can't really use. And so we've been able to do a few things. One of them is uh, worked with the design department to see if when they're meeting with new clients, if they can look in our inventory that's available and see if a new client might want something from there. There's excess right. tile we might've ordered that's you know brand new and not used. And there's a few boxes of them and they only need a little bit for some black splash, whatever it is, a grab bar, towel bar, fan, something like that. So design is looking in our inventory to see if there's things that they can offer to the clients. So that's been awesome. And that saves us from going to purchase something else. And it uses up what we already have. The other cool thing is we've had previous clients who have a relationship with us who would reach out and say, Hey, if you have anything in your inventory, I'm doing a flip house. I would love to buy stuff from you. And quite recently we sold a few products, Uh, products. We sold a sliding glass door, We sold uh, some appliances and um, yeah, we made some money off of that. We also had um, during this supply chain delays that have been happening, we will occasionally buy temporary things to help the client feel comfortable. So temporary appliances or pedestal sinks. And then after we've used them, they're just sitting here. So when clients want them for their flip house, we let them come buy them.
0: That's awesome. I had a, Basically a, a graveyard of mismeasured windows. I could have used this a <laughs> long time ago. So um, how about hardware? Did you have to buy extra iPads or what's everybody using? Just using their cell phones, their smartphones?
2: That's all you need is your, yeah. your smartphone, which is pretty cool. You can access it on your laptop. So if you want to spread out and see everything, you can go on your laptop. And how we input it is we take pictures of everything. We measure everything and we put all that information in. So, if you go to do a search, you can search by keywords. You don't have to go into the exact plumbing folder to find a faucet. You could just type in Delta and it'll pull up everything with that keyword and you could just go look for what you want. It's pretty awesome. Um, you, You just need your phone. And even if we start using the scanning function, you can scan with your phone camera. So that's all you really need.
0: And do you find that you've also been able to say, you know, because this certain item, maybe a tool is out on a job all the time, we need more of this, you know, it's kind of an additional step in making a smart purchase.
2: Yes. So Sortly will let you set up alerts when certain items are running low. So we sold the marketing team on using Sortly because they were able to track company apparel in there. Yes. So that that was our claim to fame and they're all, (laughs) they love it. They use it. And so when something's running low banners, whatever it is, they get an alert right away. Like you're down to 10 items, you need to purchase more and they know to do that immediately. So that has been super helpful.
1: Wow. So any challenge from Again, I'm going to go back to this idea that there are a number of carpenters out there that, and project managers probably that have done things a certain way for years. And we're introducing technology and there's just very often an aversion to technology. And I guess the other part of the question is, can you give us any idea of time that it takes? In other words, the the time cost Savings analysis for everybody to open up this app and put this information in there. I guess I'm just asking for your general reaction to that because I don't expect you have, oh, yeah, the project manager uses 7.2 minutes a day to enter you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But uh, so the, the, the two questions are time, you know, how, how much time does it take to actually do all this? gut feeling? And then how did you get the team to say, yeah, this is a fantastic thing to do?
2: I think um, to, to answer your last question first, the team will always get on board if they see value in what you're doing. So my initial hesitation with Sortly was a lot of our carpenters and a couple of our PMs are not very technologically savvy so I wondered, you know, some of us in production are tied to our spreadsheets. And right. so I wondered how they would receive it. Um, but what I found was they, it was, first of all, the app is very easy to use. You don't need a special training from a sortly rep or anything like that. We were self-taught. Everything is pretty straightforward. You can just follow along and see what you need to do and how you want to sort things. Now they have customer support if you need additional help that you can call and they'll walk you through things, but we've never had to do that. It took us a couple of days to really know how to use the app and then of course we learned more features as we went and we're like, oh, this is super cool. Wow. Um, as far as the time it took to train the carpenters in the field to use it, um, it really took again, a, a couple of days and the more they used it, they got familiar with it. You know, we're, we're dealing with a lot of new people coming into the industry from the younger generation. And this is what they're used to is apps right? and uh, looking for efficiency in doing things. So we're always striving to make our processes more efficient. And as they used it and saw that it was easy because you know where it is, you look on the app, it's at the office, you go to the office, it's organized where it should be. You just grab and go. Whereas in the past, you would spend maybe 45 minutes searching for the part you need the morning of before you go to your yeah. warranty or whatever it is. So definitely saves the carpenter's time. I think the bulk of the work is done by the project developers when they're sorting the materials as they come in. Um, but right. it saves the project managers a ton of time and they love it.
1: Yeah. Any, any aha moments for somebody who was kind of resistant and they went like, oh, yeah, now I get it. This is fantastic. And anything like that that you could relate?
2: Um, I think for me, it was when we would figured out that we could pretty much track everything in there, even the marketing items in there. And for the design team, what sold them on it was being able to track their product samples in there, like who they, what client they loaned it to and being able to get it back quickly, knowing where it is at each given time the aha moment for me was just getting rid of all our misorders and things like that. If (laughs) clients could go in and see what they want. Um, I think also design being able to reuse inventory products for, for new projects has been wonderful.
1: Yeah. Because I know, like Steve said, the graveyard for old windows, like we had like, again, when I was a production manager, we had a bunch of old windows and there was always this, and I'm going to call it a pipe dream that the Mm -hmm. designers would actually fit them into the new designs and it never happened. We were buying new windows for every job. And I think something like this would definitely have helped in that kind of a situation. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to wrap up here. This has been incredible. Uh, So anything new on the horizon for you guys, Uh, for this app or any
2: other apps that you guys are thinking of? I think there, there are more apps in our future. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think we've, we've, this is the second app that we've used to solve a company problem, and it's working pretty well. Um, I, I think for us, we want to evolve in the sense that we get – we're only scratching the surface as, as far as how far we use the app. I think yeah. we want to evolve to the point where we're using every aspect of the app. And maybe get to the point where we can now give clients access to it as well. So that they're also on the app. So that would be very cool. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
1: yeah I love the, I love the QR code thing for just, you know, pointing it at it, boom, it's in, don't have to type it in that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, that just sounds like a cool thing to me. So, well, Salima, thank you so much again for being with us, taking a little bit of time sharing information that you have that I'm sure a lot of people will take very, very, seriously and and can definitely use really appreciate it
2: absolutely my pleasure thank
0: you salima take care tim i i don't know uh you know you always come up with these ideas for shows and they're just they're always different and it's this one's awesome because it it solves such a a problem that maybe people it's not right in people's face but once they're able to you know know where their tools are. And Sleeman talks about, you know, knowing exactly where something is when you need it. Something's, lo- I mean, it's just, it, it plagues organizations and companies in terms of organization. And we talked about it for maybe the first or second episode on this show, we talked about uh, tool management. Um, right. And and here we are, you know, having inventory management for, you know, especially with all the supply chain issues. And if you have one item that's running very long, here you are, you, you know, you're not going to misplace or, or lose anything along the way.
1: So one of my favorite movies is men in black. And I remember the line where, uh, the senior agents talking to the junior agent or before he becomes an agent and he goes, uh, you know, five years ago, you knew this. And 10 minutes ago, you knew this. Just imagine what you'll know in, you know, in a year or something like that. I can't remember the exact quote, but that's kind of the way I feel, you know, it's kind of the way it's like, man, look at what's getting put out there to solve the problems that I faced as a production manager and said, what, what, what can we do about this? And now we're using technology to solve these problems. And, I think Salima just outlined a number of the ones. It's inventory, it's tools, but then they've taken it that one extra step where it's you know it's logo wear, it's uh, you know marketing. You know, there's all these different things that if you're creative in the way you think you can use these types of apps for any number of different things.
0: Well, yeah, it's, I, I think it's called reticular act- activation. When you, like if you buy a green car, what you see is green cars on the road. Right. So when you get a solution to a problem, you might start seeing different problems. that right. so you can start solving with this, uh, with this app. So this has really been very cool.
1: And the other thing I want to point out, which has nothing to do with the app, But I think our guest, Salima, is a great delegator. I don't know if anybody caught that. No, I did. But you know what? She said, hey, project manager, we need an app for inventory. Go find one. Yeah. And I am such a big fan of that because it's not not passing the buck or not doing your job. It's actually getting something out. Not only do people want to help but also taking some of those things off of the plate of the person who has so much responsibility and giving it to somebody that can actually handle it. And then letting the carpenter, you know, do the tool inventory. You know, it doesn't have to be the director of production that tracks the tools. Yeah. A a carpenter can do that for you. And so I applaud Salima extraordinarily for being a delegator of tasks that other people can do. So that's, You know, you get two podcasts for the price of one today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, we want to thank Salima Lawson-Jack for joining us today. And we always want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Tim Fowler Show.
1: And remember, at The Tim Fowler Show, and this is a super example of it, we're working hard to eliminate it is what it is from your
0: vocabulary. This has been another episode of The Tim Fowler Show. Want to hire Tim and fast track your growth?